Ohio people with Mennonite views, and they're gonna give us some missional news. Ohio Conference Cast. You are listening to Ohio Conference Cast a podcast dedicated to sharing missional stories and other information about Ohio Mennonite Conference. Here are your hosts, Thomas Dunn and Bill Seymour. Welcome, everybody, back to Ohio Conference Cast for another installment in our Ohio Conference Cast miniseries, Stories from the Hinterlands. Of Pennsylvania. That are missional. We'll have to contact our number one fanboy and producer about what he wants to name his series. But for now, I think we'll, it's too late. We'll pass We're it the over. Room we made the decision. We'll pass it over to Lucas and enjoy the next installment. All right, I am here with a uh, another MDG um, Missional Discipleship Group. Joe, how did you come to be involved in this? Dave, he got a hold of me to first start because he wanted someone. I guess I'm the one with the least experience in the. Bible reading, so I, I felt it was a necessity to finally get into it, and, right. and a good way to learn. That's wonderful. That learning by doing is always best. That's my teacher brain talking. Learning by doing is the best <laughs> way always. Do you feel your life has changed? Yeah, drastically has changed for the better. That's wonderful. By far, yeah. That's great. What question do you like the best? I've, I've already asked someone what question they find the hardest. Which one do you like the best? Where you've seen God at work. Yeah. Just to listen to how everybody's seen God at work. And right. During the week, you see things, and you're like, oh, that's my God at work week. And then, but that's then awesome. something else yeah. comes along, and right. then we come to the conclusion of where didn't you see God at work? Yeah, that's because great. You know, you and see it everywhere. Your your group has has got a bit of uh, career di- diversity. I know one of one of you works in a, a machine shop, and uh, Two of you are farmers, and mm-hmm. then you have the pastor sitting here. So I know you, there's some diversity to uh, to you guys' work experience, but you all do see God at work. In, in my first group, we all do different careers and all seem to attend different churches. And uh, it's just amazing how much overlap there is just in, in Christian life. So if someone was to ask you if they should get involved. Definitely. Definitely get involved? Yeah. Wonderful. Don't, don't hesitate. Wonderful. What if they're having trouble finding people? I can't see how you could have a hard time finding people. It seems, right. you know, that it's, it's as easy as someone asking you, right. isn't it? That's yeah. the, that's yeah. been my experience too. Is uh, I've accidentally found myself in two groups and and unintentionally turned down a third because I couldn't make it happen in time, and they found a third, and and I'm very grateful to God that they did because I'm getting stretched pretty thin, I suppose, but. It's just been amazing to me, and I've noticed that people are so receptive to to studying. It's like, hey, you wanna you wanna hang out for an hour a week, right? And and talk about God, and some very unlikely people in my head, some very unlikely people have been all in, and it's been life changing in a way that that maybe going to church for a lifetime wasn't, or maybe it was. You know, you never know what seeds are planted and at what time, but. Uh, and like like we've talked about on several of these interviews, it isn't a magic wand. I mean, there's nothing special about the program other than we're meeting together for an hour and we're discussing scripture. That is life changing. Yeah, in itself. but an, yeah. an hour can turn into two hours real oh, quickly because you get so in depth and it's, right. It's so inspirational. I mean, it's yeah, wonderful. It's uh, very positive. 
Yeah, and Rob, we've talked already, but I think I'm going to talk to you again because. Oh no! Oh no! Yeah, because this is this is still under an hour. So uh, that was a that was a that was, that was a joke. That I was hope. a pastor joke. <laughs> uh, you know, that goes right along with you only work on Sundays. Right? Sure, yeah. sure. And quarter after nine on yeah, a Wednesday. Never at quarter after nine on a Wednesday, which is when we're recording in your office. Yes. Uh, because, you know, the some some of your group isn't eligible to come until the cows do until their the stuff. Until cows are milked. Yeah. Rob, what has been your, your experience with this group of guys? Oh, I've, I've just been really pleased with how this how this came together. And um, through the first year, the, the study that uh, Dave and Joe and I did uh, from the Gospel of Mark... And then it just seemed to be such a, almost such a natural thing to invite Jim. We've just continued in that way. Jim branched out and started, and right. was involved in starting that other group. Which with, is a little different split than a, they talk a, about in the model, but exactly. it worked pretty well. But, um, but I'm glad that he continues to meet with us as well. And I was really glad to hear you say that if you could, you'd meet every day of the week with, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but, um, but it's been that it's been that kind of experience. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I know that uh, both your wife and 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 Jim's fiance are in a uh, a group together as well. And, and Joe's wife. And Joe's wife. See, yeah, that's new that information to me. They yeah. are, are all in a, a group together as well, which yeah. is actually beyond exciting. <laughs> I was excited when I just thought it was two of them. So that's- yeah, and <laughs> and you know, I think we may have talked about this before when we talked, but that you know, as we come into the second cycle of MDGs, that's the thing that really has me excited is last year I couldn't get any groups of women going. Right. And now we have Casey's group and I think there's a group of ladies up in Climber, right? I believe there and, is. And then this group with Janet and and uh the ladies here and now uh, potentially starting a fourth group with Casey. I mean, it that is just really exciting. It is very exciting. And and I have a I have a strong hunch that just knowing how relationships develop in this MDG format with guys. Yeah. I think this is something that's going to take off with ladies. Oh, absolutely. You and know, it because seems- because it, you know, this is the kind of thing which really seems to scratch an itch that people have oh, for connectedness and for relationship. Actually, a lot of the guys feel that this is a men's initiative and like it's really teaching them how to lead better in their families and things like that. Yeah. And that seems almost like the focus is of a couple interviews because that's been the biggest takeaway for the people is just they feel more effective at home and they feel like this is where God's leading men and men need to step up. And I agree with all those to, yeah. to the point where I'm almost interjecting and being like, but not in that Archie Bunker way, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, so like, yeah, but, and, and then when I talk to the women, they have almost the exact same experience where it's like, you know what, I'm learning to pray and, and I feel like I'm being more effective and I'm bringing God into my families. And it's almost the exact conversation, but they feel that it's geared towards women. Mm. So it's actually really cool, just something about it, just the godness of it, I suppose. It, it is geared towards all of us. Hello, I am here at a local dining establishment with a missional discipleship group that is comprised of Bill and Chris and Chris. And Bill, could you tell us about your missional discipleship group? Uh, yes, we've been meeting for about two, about two months. Good discipleship get-together every week, usually at McDonald's or Mel's or Sam's in town. And we get a bunch of other people. When you see them out on the street, they ask you what's going on with us. 
and you, I get to tell them what's going on with the discipleship. That is pretty uh, incredible, and I know uh, from your first group, you actually had a waiter come to faith, didn't you? Yes, we did. Which is pretty incredible. Yeah. Young kid. Yeah. A senior in high school, and he kept seeing us in there, and he wanted to know what was going on, and now he's with the other group. Yeah, which is pretty amazing. And Chris, you were in that group as well. Okay. And this is Chris, Chris number one. Chris number one. Chris number one. Yes. So, Chris, number one, what can you tell us about this process? What is well, it? What has it been like for you? I've seen a just a close relationship of men, you know, that have bonded in a situation where they normally wouldn't be, and that has just been, you know, over the top for me and getting to know these different men and how they follow the Lord and want to search for the Lord, and that's just what I needed back a year ago when I started my first group. Right. So that was just really incredible to see that, and now it's continuing on with the second group. Right. So That's wonderful. And uh, Chris, number two, who I've actually known for, well, actually, I've known you for most of my life at this point, which is pretty exciting. That is interesting. That is interesting. So, yes. so uh, Chris, how long have you been involved in this? Uh Gosh, it's just been a few months. Um, yeah. yeah, since about August. Yeah, since about August. Wonderful. Chris uh, and I have been friends for a long time, and I was not able to attend uh, Bible study at my other church or at my church actually that I'd been going to for years uh, due to work situations. And Chris told me about this group and invited me, and it's been absolutely amazing. That's wonderful. So, what what is the what is the upside to this? Oh, the upside. Uh, well, we get out of the house for a few hours. We get to relax and you know just share with each other. That's wonderful. And how do you feel about the five questions? I actually think they're really pertinent to the to uh, life today. That that seems to be the overall consensus. Actually, which one is the hardest to answer? It's not number five. We all agree number five is the easiest to answer. Which is where have you fallen short this week? I've usually got three answers ready to go. <laughs> four. Number four. That is one of the hardest ones for me to do. Just, I, I want to go in my shell and hide where that's not what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, I would agree with that, too. Number number four, yeah, where have you shared the love of Jesus with others is hard. Uh, the one that I have trouble with is where, or what have you heard God say during your prayer time? And I don't know if that's just because I talk so much, even when I'm talking to God, uh, that maybe I'm not listening enough. That one is absolutely just extremely difficult because, let's face it, a lot of Christians don't spend nearly as much time in their prayer time as they should. Mine is for also. You know, being at the school, I should be able to show the love of Jesus with everybody, with the kids at school and everything, but it's still hard because... It's such, uh, oh, you're not allowed to do a lot of stuff with the kids where you could, you know, speak to them about it. But you got to be very, very um, vague. Yes. Very vague. Yes. yes. Yep. And I think this community is showing a lot more love of Jesus than a lot of the other communities around our area. I would agree with that. We do seem to have a lot of community uh, things going on between churches, which is really... Um, encouraging i think because that's what's lacking i think in most communities is that the churches don't function as a body of christ they function as tiny little pieces that are disjointed from the body of christ so 
one of the things that I've picked up on, and it's it might just be this area. Uh, there are a lot of strong Christian men in the area, and a lot of churches. That's part of the problem is the men aren't stepping into the leadership roles that they're supposed to. That is true. And I think this group uh, will help facilitate that. Uh, any closing thoughts? Why should people get involved in this? Because most of the people hearing this podcast are not in a missional discipleship group. So what would you tell them? I'm going to have all three of you just say, what would you tell someone? Why should they get involved in a missional discipleship group? For the friendship. Don't stole the answer, the friendship, the closeness, the bond. Absolutely. I, I would totally agree with that. Really? So, yeah, just the, the closeness, the bond. And the Bible study. Do you feel that it helps your, your spirituality? Yes. Yes. Because yes. you can each talk about your chapters, different perspectives and stuff, and it's very enlightening to see or hear other people's perspective on what you just read or studied and... And you're like, oh, I never thought of it that way. And it's very cool to have somebody else's perspective on the same scripture. Yeah, absolutely. It is uh, it's amazing, actually. It uh, kind of reminds me of the uh, Jerusalem Council when the, the apostles would get together and they would say, it's good to the Holy Spirit and to us. It seems good to the Holy Spirit and to us. So they would discern script, you know, issues as they came up. And I think maybe that's a little taste of what that might have been like. Maybe. <laughs> I wasn't there a uh, little before my time. Thanks, Lucas, and our Pennsylvania Ohio Conference folk. Stay tuned for the next installment coming soon about the Ohio Conference cast miniseries. Ohio people with men and views, and they're going to give us some missional news. Ohio Conference cast. Thank you for listening to another edition of Ohio Conference Cast. We would love to hear from you. Our email is ohioconferencecast at gmail.com. Ohio Conference Cast is brought to you by the Ohio Conference Leadership Team, along with Norm Sohar, sound engineer, Megan Sohar, voiceover, Ann Lehman, publisher, and our many guests and listeners. <laughs>